0: Welcome to Yahites Kingdom Talk. This is Yehuda, and today we are going to be talking about the meaning of Ya'ites. What is the meaning of Yahites? And this will hopefully open your eyes to quite a few things that you didn't know before. And at the end, I will give you guidance and advice that will help you and Boost your prayer life and your relationship with Yah. So let's get into this because it's a question that I have been asked a lot. And it's actually, if you could, if you can believe this, it's caused so much contention. It's split families. Literally, split families. The name of Yah has split families. So, what's the big hoo-ha? And why is the meaning of it not understood? If we look at the Apostle Paul and his letter to the Ephesians, he says. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. So he's making a reference. He's actually speaking directly about the Father, the creator of heaven and earth. And he's not actually bowing. He's saying he's not bowing his knees to Jesus. He's bowing his knees to the Father, Yah, And he says, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. So we'll start off by getting into the name Yah. Out of Yahites, we'll start with the name Yah. And it's interesting. I'll start with this. It's interesting that out of every name that every pagan god or pagan deity within the scriptures, and I mean absolutely everyone, every pagan god, every pagan deity, every spiritual demon entity, the actual phonetic, phonetical spelling of their name has been preserved. So when you're actually pronouncing those names of those pagan deities in the scripture, you are actually pronouncing them in the exact same way that they were pronounced back when the scriptures were actually written. Think about that. But the name of Yah has been omitted, obliterated, taken out. Um, You could say uh, covered over, replaced over six and a half thousand times now why why on earth would translators of the english standard version amplified version new living translation new international version all of these more modern versions and and translations of scripture why would these modern day translators who know they are aware of the true name of the Creator? And you can answer this for me. You can um, uh, send me a message, send a voice message with the link below. Why would they still continue to keep the name of Yah out from the Bible, but yet preserve all the names of the demon, pagan, deities, false gods? It's an interesting question. I'd like to know your thoughts. So when we actually look in the scripture, we actually see that the name Yah in its solo form as just Yah appears in its solo form. Firstly, in Exodus chapter 15, verse two, it should read. Yah is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. He is my Elohim and I will praise him and my father's Elohim and I will exalt him. So. We see that it's very, very early on used in that shortened singular form without any, any prefix or suffix. But it was actually appears way before then in Genesis when Seth was alive. And the, the scriptures in Genesis chapter 4, verse 26 says, And to Seth, to whom also there was born a son, and he called his name In- he called his name Enos, and then began men to call upon the name of Yahuwah. So some pronounce it Yahuwah, some pronounce it Yah Yahweh, some pronounce his name uh, Yahweh, some pronounce his name um, Ye- Yahuwah. We know for a fact, his name is Yah. So I don't get into, well, actually, Yah told me by His Spirit, Holy Spirit said, do not get into contention with people who have different pronunciations of the end of His name, Yahuwah, Yahweh, Yahawah, no argument there. The undeniable thing is that His name is Yah, and that's what's been hidden and obliterated by these Bible translators over six and a half thousand times. That takes persistence. That takes absolute dogged determination when you are looking to keep someone's name out. You know, if you're saying, if you, you've got your father and you say, you, I love my father, and you realize that the, his name has been covered over or obliterated, the love alone, for what he has done through christ jesus yahushua mashiach what he's done for us through him that love alone should at least give you the unction to say you know i'm actually going to put his real name there so why why did the esv um translators the asv the NLT, the NIV, the Amplified, the NASB? Why did all these translators just completely, completely omit his name and cover it over with a title as in the Lord? So we can actually see that not only was it called upon in the name Yahweh, it was called upon not just in the time of the prophets, or the Tanakh, what we call the Old Testament, but it was actually called upon in the time when Jesus, Yeshua, walked the face of the earth. Because in his prayer that he taught us to say, he says, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. So his name was meant to be reverenced, respected, hallowed, set apart. And we can see If anybody wants to disagree with with, with anything to do with his name, you would need to literally keep out and delete over half of all the scriptures in the whole Bible. And literal chapters would need to go. And a chapter that I think you should go and read is John chapter 17, the Gospel of John chapter 17, because in there, See how many times he talks about the name of Yah. And then you will understand that this is a crime. It's criminal. It's criminal that the name has been obliterated. So let's go to another scripture and and see what else we have that is evidence for the name of Yah being the name of the creator. So if we look in Psalms 68, Psalms chapter 68, verse 4, it says, sing unto God, sing praises to his name. Extol him that rides upon the heavens by his name, Jah." So, and rejoice before him. So in your Bibles, whatever version you've got, you more than likely probably says J-A-H, Ja. But it should actually read phonetically because there was no letter J written in the original King James Bible. It should say, sing unto Elohim, sing praises, or Elohim, sing praises to his name, extol him that rides upon the heavens by his name, Yah, and rejoice before him. So that's in Tehillim, or Psalm 68, verse 4. So this hopefully helps you to understand that the name of our Father in heaven is actually Yah, and that the scriptures verify this more than a few times. Um... Let me add another. It's just come to my mind as well. Um, Exodus chapter 3, when uh, Yah introduces himself and presents him, himself and uh, is speaking to Moses before he delivers. And Moses asks, um, you know, he wants to deliver Israel, Yashorel. And Moses asks him, who shall I say? He sent me, he said, he, when he says, in the scripture, he says, I am that I am. It actually reads in the original language, "Ahia, Esher Ahia." So again, it says it doesn't say "I am that I am." It says "Ahia, Esher Ahia." So the name of Yah is there, and then he goes on to say, "Tell them that Yah, Huwa, s- has sent you, and this is my name forever." Okay. So we see that in both parts, the name Yah is preserved, you know, but I won't go into the depth of that and into the ancient Hebrew at this time. If some of you want me to go into it, then by all means, message me, voice message me, um, email, whatever, and I will go into it for you. But now let's go quickly into the suffix ITES, I-T-E-S. What does ITES mean? so the suffolk ites is basically it's a is a referential designation of family or blood lineage so you see that in the um, bible you see the hittites the perizzites the um, canaanites etc these were all names of so canaan all his descendants were called canaanites so they were descendants of Or belonging to the family of, in lineage. Patrilineal, which means from the father. So the father of the Canaanites was Canaan. the The father of um, the, the you can go through the scriptures and and you'll see all the ites. I could go on and on, but hopefully you understand that. So just as a crude explanation, if, you, if uh, a father's name was Dave, his descendants would be called Daveites if they split up into different um, tribes and clans, etc. And they would be called Daveites because their common father is Dave. And that's literally what it means. And so when we combine both of those together, we get Yahites or descendants of or from the line of or belonging to the family of Yah there it is that's what yah means so hopefully that gives you a understanding of what yah mean and a good question a question I'd ask you is what should you be calling yourself if you think about it like this think about it like this that Usually, I don't know I know from my um, part of the world and my parents come from two different parts of the world so in all three parts of the world that I'm familiar with that at no time does the actual um, community name a child a child is named by its parents but When we call ourselves Christians, we're actually naming ourselves after a title that was given from people who didn't even believe in God. And again, whereas we were meant to be disciples of the Messiah, that's why in the book of Acts it says the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. They were still calling themselves disciples even though everybody else was calling themselves Christians. That's why Luke who wrote that said the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch and when he wrote the book of Acts and he wrote about when they were being called Christians it was many many years after Antioch and when people had first started calling them Christians and he referred to the believers as disciples. So a good question is, why do you call yourself a Christian? Because Christian, first of all, doesn't have to have the name of Yah. It doesn't have your father's name in it. So why call yourself a Christian? Christian literally means it takes... Jesus' real name was Yahushua or Yahshua or Yahushua. It had the name of the Father in there. And it was given to him because Yah said he's going to save his people from their sins. So when we use the name Christ, it doesn't actually have the name Yah in it. It it just says anointed, whereas Messiah means the anointed one sent from Yah. Completely different meaning. So at every point... We been being coerced and led away to, be, to forsake the name of Yah. And the first commandment says, you will, you will not take my name in vain. Well, it's the second commandment. The first one says, the first commandment says, you'll have no other gods before me. So, why do you call yourself a Christian? You should be calling yourself a Yahite. If you really are a disciple of Jesus, a disciple of Yeshua, Yahushua, if you really are a believer in the creator of heaven and earth, you either belong to Yah or you don't. If you are born again, you are a Yahite. You are of the family of Yah. You're a descendant, born again into the family of Yah. So, I urge you to reconsider calling yourself a Christian and start calling on the name of yah because it is him who drew you through christ through jesus through the yeshua Yeshua the messiah to him and even in this message that i'm giving you now he's doing it still he's drawing you closer he's letting you know look i am your father and here's a tip so this is the tip that i was going to say to you start calling on his name start calling on the name of yah And I've had many testimonies from people who said that once they started actually being obedient to Jesus, Yeshua, who said to pray and hallow his name, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. When you start calling on the name of Yah, things happen, things change. Yah answers, he hears, because you're not just calling on a title, you're calling on your Father's name and he hears you because you're his okay so i implore you it will boost your prayer life it will draw you closer to him and uh, you know it will be the start of many good things to come obviously one of the things is the enemy will start fighting hard but it's worth it it's worth it to know your father who art in heaven and to hear his voice and to hear him talk to you more clearer, and more defined, in in specific directions, and he will do it for you. And when you do start doing it, and when things start to happen, you know, I encourage you just get in contact and let me know how it's going. You know, um, because it would be great to hear from you. And if there is any opposition out there, into why you would prefer to call yourself a christian by all means come let us reason together let's reason together if you would prefer and you think it's better you call yourself christian then let's talk let's reason together and let's let's see you know um whether we can come to some scriptural basis where you can move into truth because There is no scriptural basis for you to call yourself a Christian. None whatsoever. None. I think the term Christian is only mentioned, I think, twice, maximum three times throughout the whole of the New Testament. But yet the name of Yah is mentioned over six and a half thousand times. And his name is actually in the name of the Messiah. So think on that, beloved, think on that. You know, so... I hope this has been a blessing to you. I I hope that you start to um, call on the name of Yah and that you start to reap the manifest blessings of Yah in your life. And I will speak to you shortly. (laughs) Thank you for joining me and for taking the time to seek Yah in his word and to listen. And hopefully this has been a blessing. So please share. Please let others know because we want you to be blessed. And you can ask any questions. Just get in contact and we'll see you in the next one. Shalom, love and blessings.